Clearshore presents Technology, Innovation, and Great Power Competition, Class 6, Unmanned Systems and Autonomy, by Steve Blank. November 16, 2021, at steveblank.com. We just completed the sixth week of our new national security class at Stanford, Technology, Innovation, and Great Power Competition. Joe Felter, Raw Shaw, and I designed the class to cover how technology will shape the character and employment of all instruments of national power. In Class 1, we learned that national power is the sum of all the resources available to a state to pursue its national objectives and interests. This power is wielded through a combination of a country's diplomacy, information, its military capabilities, economic strength, finance, intelligence, and law enforcement. These instruments of national power employed in a whole-of-government approach to advance a state's interests are known by the acronym DIMEFIL. Class 2 focused on China, the U.S.'s major great power competitor. China is using all elements of its national power, for example, information, intelligence, its military might, and economic strength, as well as exploiting Western finance and technology. China's goal is to challenge and overturn the U.S.-led liberal international order and replace it with its own neo-totalitarian model where China emerges as the dominant regional and global power. The third class focused on Russia, which, since 2014, has asserted itself as a competing great power. We learned how Russia pursues security and economic interests in parallel with its ideological aims. The fourth class shifted our focus to the impact commercial technologies have on the instruments of national power, Dimefill. The first technology we examined were semiconductors and the U.S. dependence on TSMC in Taiwan for its most advanced logic chips. This is problematic, as China claims Taiwan is a province of China. In the fifth class, we examined the impact that AI and machine learning will continue to have on the capabilities and employment of Dimefill. We heard from the Joint Artificial Intelligence Center, JAIC, the focal point of the DoD AI strategy, and from the Defense Innovation Unit, DIU, a Department of Defense organization that contracts with commercial companies to solve national security problems. Today's class, Unmanned Platforms and Autonomy. The required readings led to our reading assignment questions. 1. Describe how the advent of autonomous weapon systems, that is, drones, has changed the American way of war to date. What changes would you recommend America adopt as autonomous systems continue to develop? And two, pick one domain of war, for example, air, land, sea, subsea, space, etc. How does the proliferation of autonomous weapon systems to great powers, lesser powers, or non-state actors, pick one of the three, threaten America's traditional military advantages in that domain? This class had seven guest speakers on unmanned systems and autonomy. Our first guest speaker was Rear Admiral Lawrence Selby, Chief of Naval Research, United States Navy. Admiral Selby is responsible for the Naval Research Enterprise. It is the venture capital of the Navy and Marine Corps. It is made up of ONR, the Office of Naval Research, ONR Global, the Naval Research Laboratory, and Special Projects. Founded in August 1946, 
ONR provided support of research at universities when World War II government funding to universities had dried up. Fred Terman, Stanford's Dean of Engineering, received ONR's first research grants for electronics and microwaves. These grants funded the Stanford Electronics Research Laboratory and kick-started innovation in what would become Silicon Valley. Fast forward to this decade, and ONR funded our first Stanford Hacking for Defense classes and is the first funder of the Stanford Gordian Knott Center for National Security Innovation. Admiral Selby described the role of the Chief of Naval Research, the types of innovation, the role of ONR in capturing new and relevant ideas and pulling them in fast enough to compete with adversaries, but not disrupt the functionality of the Navy. Our next guest was Maynard Holliday, the DOD Director of Defense Research and Engineering for Modernization. 5G, artificial intelligence and machine learning, autonomy, biotechnology, cyber, directed energy, fully networked command, control and communication, hypersonics, microelectronics, quantum space, and space. He described the role of his office as similar to DARPA. His 11 principal directors lay out the technical roadmaps for the DOD and help transition the technologies into operational use. The principal DOD modernization director for autonomy, Dr. Jarrett C. Riddick, then joined us. He helped the class understand the DOD definition of autonomy, the lines of effort the DOD is actively pursuing, and why it was important. In the Department of Defense, unmanned systems and autonomy are moving ahead rapidly. We gave the students a feel for the scope of the activity in two parallel sessions. Panel 1, Autonomy and Unmanned Systems Research and Engineering. Rear Admiral Selby, Mr. Holliday, and Mr. Riddick joined a panel discussion of how their organizations set their research priorities and investment strategies. They discussed, one, what time horizon their organizations consider when determining which technologies to invest in. Two, how these investment strategies and time horizons compare and contrast with the same considerations made by China and Russia. Three, what the future of autonomous systems looks like. What the largest gains their organizations hope to make with investments in autonomy. And four, what ethical considerations they take into account when making technology investments whether China and or Russia have similar or different ethical considerations, and how these ethical frameworks affect America's ability to compete. Panel number two, an application of autonomy, the Navy Unmanned Task Force. Four other experts on autonomy in defense joined us for discussion of the Vice Chief of Naval Operations Unmanned Task Force. Michael Stewart, Director of the U.S. Navy, Unmanned Task Force, and Deputy Director, Integrated Warfare. Bradley Garber, Deputy Director and Principal Civilian Advisor to the Vice Chief of Naval Operations. Dr. Jason Stack, the Office of Naval Research Portfolio Manager for Autonomy. And Dr. Shane Arnott, Chief Engineer, Andrew Industries. They discussed, one, the impetus for the creation of their task forces. Two, the biggest challenges and opportunities for integrating autonomy from the private sector to support the DoD. Three, what the future of autonomous systems looks like, the largest gains that their organizations hope to make with investments in autonomy. And four, where China and or Russia are making the greatest gains with autonomous systems, what threat this presents to U.S. interests. Lessons learned. 
Autonomy and unmanned systems are critical technologies that will impact all aspects of the instruments of Dimeville National Power. While advanced work in autonomy is happening in the DoD ecosystem, commercial companies and universities still lead. China and Russia have made autonomy and unmanned systems national priorities. Other countries, for example Turkey and Israel, have proliferated systems that have been used to win a war. The Navy is actively looking to build and integrate unmanned and autonomous systems as part of the fleet. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time. 